you are about to participate in a cable adventure which reaches from the outer limits to your inner sanctum. You are experiencing the sight and sound of MTV. Music Television. Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the music. You can't have the Pretender's first album. That's mine. I bought it. You did not. The catchphrases. Did you have a brain tumor for breakfast? And the wannabes. Sometimes I see you dance around the house in my underwear. Doesn't make me Madonna. Never will. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Six, five, four. We've gone for main engine start. We have main engine start. Stuck in the 80s time. Happy birthday, MTV. 25 years old this month. And let me ask you this. Any coincidence that Stuck in the 80s and MTV share the same birthday? Yes, a complete coincidence. <laughs> hey, as always, I'm Steve Spears, the online news editor for TampaBay.com. And with me, my good pal, Sean Daly, pop music critic for the St. Petersburg Times. Hi, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and Kathy Wass, the news researcher for the St. Pete Times. Hello. And we are gathered here today. Yeah, to celebrate MTV. MTV. Yeah. Defining moment in all of our lives? Yeah, I what? guess so. Yeah. Do you remember the first video you saw, Kathy, on MTV? No, not at all. <laughs> no, the jarring. I remember, I remember uh, my first video. You do. I remember the first time I was really like, whoa, what's going on here? It was probably really late. When was uh, 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 Do You Really Want to Hurt Me? 83, 84. Maybe? Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, yeah. It was probably 83, 84 before I got into it yeah. yeah but i just remember you were asking me like the the most memorable video is probably that one because i was really aroused at first <laughs> oh. not good and i'm like Ooh, who's this fine philly I know. you know and then i'm like you know halfway through the video and i'm like wait a minute that's wait a, a minute. dude i know i remember the first time i saw boy george and i was like is that a girl because yeah, when i was I like the whole time like off. the whole time i'm like I don't, because I when I was that age too, I was just—I yeah. was basically just watching MTV for the the hot broads, you uh, know. And uh, I was like, "Come to me, my wait oh, a minute, no, 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 puppies." <laughs> <laughs> so we've got uh, a lot of stories to tell you today about um, all our own little MTV stories. Yes. We've got some readers who called in with their own MTV stories, and we'll play those. Got an interview with uh, one of our famous longtime listeners, Six. Awesome. She's going to share sex. a classic story of uh, the MTV uh, Rockin' New Year's. And we also have an interview with former VJ Adam Curry. So it's going to be a great show. We've got a lot of stuff for you. got a lot of music and a lot of stories. It is. Even if Sean looks half asleep. <laughs> no, I'm pumped up. He's pumped. You're just amped because you're drinking this yeah. monster energy drink. Yeah. yeah. My, heart, my heart's beating like a rabbit already. Hey, did anyone catch uh, when VH1 Classic last week showed the first 24 hours of MTV? Yes, I did. Can I say what a suck fest that no was? No kidding. I was so, so disappointed. Why, was it, why was well, it so suck festy? Well, first of all, they didn't do any of the old VJ clips. They had a current VJ, so they didn't. Right. They showed only like maybe 30 seconds of each person. Well, they, sh- they showed the first 10 minutes of how the network actually started the, yeah. the little shuttle launch. Yeah. 
And then it switches to the Apollo 13 launch, which, by the way, MTV used back in 81 because it was public domain footage. Oh, exactly. Didn't have to pay for it. Yeah. And then you hear the famous words, ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. And then it's, yeah, then it's And they hit you with the buggles. Yes. The buggles. Video killed the radio star. And then about uh, six hours of REO Speedwagon. <laughs> because it's true. Yeah. What, was, yeah. what was the second video they showed? Is uh, Pat Benatar. Pat Benatar. Oh, that's better cool. run. Yeah. yeah. But and I, I, I uh, TiVo'd a lot of it, and I yeah. watched it um, on and on. And every time I turned it on, another Ario Speedwagon. Uh, Ario Speedwagon or Speedwagon. Rod Stewart. That was it. And Rod can, Stewart was very rem- disturbing. Oh yeah. The, oh, there I was I one. Name an Ario uh, Speedwagon video. It was all just uh, it was all the, concert. The all concert videos. But all they would show, videos. literally, I mean, in a two-hour period, I saw three REO Speedwagon videos. And at one point, I saw there was, like, REO Speedwagon, three other videos, REO Speedwagon. It was like that's all they had. They had the entire catalog of them. And, and yet Rod MTV Stewart. survived. I know. What's I really know. bizarre is when it first started, it was August 1st, 1981. When it first launched at, at 12.01 a.m., only a thousand, about a thousand yeah. people were able to see it. Yeah, it, it was all in, in uh, Jersey. All right? in Jersey, of course. And uh, that was it. That was the yeah. initial audience. So, I mean, everyone may think that they were around for the beginning, but really, no. I mean, chances that you actually know somebody who saw the beginning of MTV, very rare. Very rare. Yeah. Well, we, I couldn't even get MTV in Chicago probably until 83, I would think. Right. I don't think I saw it till 84. Yeah. If you had to say that, if you had to name like the sexiest video that you remember from the 80s. Oh. What would you say it was? Probably Hungry Like the Wolf. And what oh, that did yeah. is it really uh, set me on a path of enjoying animalistic sex. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and for me, it set me on a path of liking tall, scrawny, pale men. But, yeah. uh, I got the pale. I have to say like the- Sam from Orange Julius? Well, yeah, was he scrawny and pale? Uh, yeah. Was he? Yeah, he, still he was. But he was no pale? John Taylor. <laughs> no. Who but is? But I have to say the one that really made me feel all weird inside was when doves cry with prince oh, crawling is around hot, shirtless. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. That's hot. I, I recently just did the list of what I thought were the 50 best music videos of the 80s, and I sat, I was torn as to whether or not to include When Doves Cry on the list or not. Oh. And I think I eventually decided against it. Wow. Because no, it made you feel a little me. funny inside? <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. I, I, I watched it again on, on oh. YouTube. And I was just like, you know, it's just not doing anything for oh, me. Oh, it did it for me. Oh. I'm going to say. Oh, wow, Kathy, that was. Wow. Kathy's opening up now. Yeah, just a little. The bikini top should have given it away. The uh, I'm going to go with anything by ZZ Top, the, uh, the legs. Oh, those, was, those oh, okay. ZZ Top girls were hot and dirty. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant ZZ Top. Okay. No. Well, I feel better now. What goes on underneath those beards? <laughs> <laughs> no, the legs. Yeah, the legs the, video oh, the ZZ Top girls were really, really good looking. That's my guilty pleasure of the yeah. was because oh. I actually saw them in concert once in Jacksonville, Florida, and I, I'm convinced the entire time that they're going to bring out the uh, little models to prance oh. around and did stuff. Did you always? Of course, did never. Did you always happened. do like the oh, ZZ yeah, the little, Top the little, hand uh, thing. Uh, with hand the, yeah. gesture, sure. Oh, I love it. That's so sad. Here, I'll ask you another question then. Scariest video or, or, or video that gives you the creeps. Steve, wow. do you have one? I got one. Come on, Eileen. Gives you the creeps? <laughs> no. Well, they are kind of scraggly now. I'm going to say Herbie Hancock's Rocket. Wow. With the uh, herky-jerky robots. That. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Sean told me that Mexican radio is what gives him the nightmares. Dial it in from south of the border. I hear the talking of the DJ. 
By far, Mexican, because I think I speak for a lot of people when the guy's face comes bursting through the beans. <laughs> oh, that's true. Okay, <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's awful. Not the barbecued iguana? <laughs> no, it's the yeah. guy through the, in the beans. What was his name? Stan Ridgeway. Stan, Stan Ridgeway. Ridgeway. And I like the way right. he, and Rockwell, Rockwell's, uh, I, oh, I somebody somebody's watching me. me. That was, I think that was kind of creepy yeah. in parts, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, last question, I swear. Most okay. overrated video of the 80s. For me, I would have to say it was, well, anything by Phil Collins, but especially Ooh. So take a look at me now, Kathy. Oh, <laughs> yes. And, yeah. That I'm and Susudio. my oh. shirt. <laughs> was there a Susudio video? There was. Phil Collins better never take his shirt off. <laughs> never. Hey, I just did a blog the other day defending Phil Collins. And I say that I as someone name... who should never take my shirt off. Phil Collins is great. Oh, I hate Phil I mean, Phil not Collins. post, like, say, 85. No, but... I hate him with the white hot passion I don't care of anymore. a thousand songs. In the air tonight? How could they hate In the air tonight? Yeah, I'm going to admit, you can't hate those two songs. I'm going to say anything by Madonna. Any Madonna video. No. Oh, what a, what do you, you know what? I'm with you. Like a prayer? Big deal. Oh, what? Yeah. I, I don't... Oh. I don't. What is so great about Madonna's videos? I don't know. I, I mean, I would say never, Material oh. Girl maybe is a decent video. But beyond Vogue, that, what? I like... Op- no, I like Vogue op- is the most overrated video for, for all yeah, time. Yeah, but in the Vogue video, wouldn't you slow it down to see if you could see no. her nipples underneath that no. shirt? No. I hate, I hate that video. Yeah, like our producer, he's laughing. You did too, didn't you? It's because he's in there twirling his nipples. <laughs> no, I, no it, you hate Madonna anyway. Yeah. That should be a whole. You hate Madonna. And, yeah, so. and like I. Kathy and I Collins. were talking about this yesterday because she was like, "You just hate Madonna. It's not. It's not her videos." Why do you hate Madonna? I have a theory. No girl like Madonna would ever, ever have anything to do with someone like me. Oh. Like I don't do well with blondes. I don't do well with. Um, uh, people who dance really well are attractive. <laughs> who are attractive <laughs> yeah. and dance really well. I just and I don't. Are intelligent Madonna and have is talent. the anti-Steve girlfriend. Never what happened. is the perfect Steve girlfriend? Brunette, Christy McNichol. <laughs> oh, oh, so thin. I'm sorry, thin. You're never getting anywhere 70s. with Christy yes. McNichol either. Sorry. Summed it up, Sean. The familiar tune of Dire Straits, a classic MTV song if there ever was oh, one. Oh, yes. Speaking of MTV, put this on your calendar. Next week's Stuck in the 80s show, an exclusive interview with former MTV VJ Adam Curry. Yes, it was cool. We just interviewed him today, and he's going to be talking, giving us some stories about his days at MTV and what he's up to now. My favorite story of his, the time he spent in Red Square at oh. 3 in the morning. Oh, yes. That's good. But Classic. my personal favorite story, Richard Marks. So tune in next week for that show with Adam Curry. In the meantime, we had some other listeners to the show call us in this week and give us their favorite stories about MTV in the early days. So uh, you want to hear one of those? Yeah, sure. Cue it. Hey, this is Jonathan Smith calling from Hudson, Massachusetts with my MTV Memories In 1983, I was at my girlfriend's grandparents' house, and that was my first opportunity to see MTV. We didn't have uh, cable in our town, but where they lived, they did. So here we are sitting in this old living room with 
vintage 1950s furniture covered in plastic, watching MTV for the very first time for me. Quite a memory. We never made it as a couple, but uh, I sure do remember MTV in 1983. What's funny about that is Sean Daly actually has plastic on his furniture <laughs> in his house today. Was I didn't get hypnotized by the, the loop of shaking up? Yes, <laughs> like, I was. After a while, I couldn't concentrate on the guy. I, just yeah. to, like, anyway. I, know, I put the cars in there just for him since he's from Massachusetts. Uh, yeah, Hudson, go. Massachusetts, right next to Bill Ricca. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, don't no. write in. I have, I have no idea. Bill Ski's going to be very Can you imagine? Now, I got MTV really relatively early, despite my Boy George memories, but I think we had it, I want to say like 82. You know, when I was living in uh, uh, Westford, Massachusetts. Oh, see, I had to depend. But, yeah, I'm sorry. I, oh, I had to depend on the network Friday night videos. But I want to ask you guys, face. what did it feel like to be, you know, 11, 12, 13, in Steve's case, 27, <laughs> and, be, and, and not having, you know, knowing people who had MTV and you didn't have it? It must feel like you were missing a limb. Oh, oh of course. Yeah. You know what was great? Because. I think Flock of Seagulls at that point was really breaking. You know, they were really coming up right. with their Iran video. And um, people were... Not the country. Yeah. <laughs> people were wearing uh, the Flock of Seagulls shirts and talking about it all the time. I had no clue. You must have felt about. like, yeah. I felt like an I idiot. Because, I mean, back then, I mean, you know, you were we weren't buying fan magazines for Flock of Seagulls. I, I know I, I felt bad for people like you because it's been the one time in my life where I've actually in on something cool, know. you know. No, yeah, and, I wasn't. Uh, and uh, and then I still I wasn't had cool. It. I still then wasn't I, close to being. Then I got the taste of it, and then my parents took it away. So then I had to go to my friend's house every day in the afternoon. Do you remember the name of those shows? That the other shows, not MTV, the ones that Friday Night Videos was the one. I oh that was yeah, on, I that was on NBC, that. and they yeah. would usually have some dopes like promoting a TV show or a movie. They yeah. would do. They it, had right? Night Flight, Night Flight on yeah, USA Networks, one. and then they also had Night Tracks. Night Tracks, TBS. yeah. What about not... Silk Stockings? Was that one of them? Uh, no. I think that was something you rented. Sean. <laughs> that was no, that was no. I know. What you're uh, of course, about. I remember Miami Spice one and two with Amber Lynn. Oh wait, <laughs> sorry. Wait. It's a Do you get podcast. residuals from that? Because you bring it up about every five episodes. Oh, our producer knows what I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. Want to hear another fan story? Yeah, sure. I do. Bring it on. Okay, so we're live here with one of our longtime listeners, Six from New York City. Hey, Six. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Six. How did Steve convince you to do this? Um, he sent me a bunch of money. <laughs> oh, hey, wait a minute. Where's my money? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He just asked me, and I had to think about it for like two days. Well, Steve says you have a really dirty story to tell us today. A dirty story? Yeah, tell us your uh, tell us your MTV story. Okay, well, it's not dirty, though. Well, can uh, you make it dirty? Yeah. Oh, Steve, that's why I didn't give you, that's why it took me two days, okay? <laughs> uh. Okay, I'll tell you my, my MTV story. Um, okay, well, back in the 80s, I used to work in a, a record store down in Times Square called uh, Disco Mat. <laughs> Disco oh, Mat in the 80s. <laughs> 80s was the greatest, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, it was this huge record store, and we had bins and bins and bins full of albums. And I used to, I basically love albums. I miss albums a lot. Me too. But Me I too, digress. Um, I used to work at the back counter at that time, and um, people would often come in and ask me for suggestions for music to play. And one of those people just happened to be Whoopi Goldberg. Wow. Cool. Yeah, she had a show on Broadway. In fact, it was her first. I remember that was her breakout show. Right, too. And, and she wasn't really that well-known, but she was getting rave reviews for the show. 
And um, she would come in, like, they would have a show, then she'd do a long break for maybe like an hour, and then she'd have another show. So that was pretty much what it was every night. And when she would get her break, she would come around the corner to where we worked, well, to where I worked, rather, and um, she would just ask me, you know, uh, what should I play here, what should I play there? And um, we would talk and laugh and kid, and some of the other people that worked there would come back and be at the back counter with me, which they weren't supposed to, but we would all be back there laughing. She was really funny, you know, yeah. and we had a great rapport. So every time she came in, you know, she'd wind up back there, and, you know, we'd be back there for a couple hours just kidding around and acting silly. And so um, one day, I, first of all, I lived on MTV, the, the moment I got up until the moment I went to bed, it was either in the background or I would just tape a lot. Yeah, I, I had like tapes and tapes and tapes of videos that I just would put in and let the VCR go for six hours speed. I was hooked to MTV. Yeah. Wow. So one day I'm sitting there watching MTV and uh, a commercial comes on for the 1984 MTV New Year's Rock and Eve Ball. And they say that one of the guest hosts is going to be Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, brilliant. Ah. So I get this idea that the next time she comes in, I'm going to ask her if I can go with her to the ball. So she came in, and um, this was around Christmas when she came in, and uh, I asked her, and she said, sure. Really? Oh, I was like, cool. <laughs> so she said, this is what I want you to do. Um, I'm going to have you come around and see the show on Broadway, and after the show, come backstage to the dressing room and uh, hang out with me for a while until the limo comes that's going to pick me up because uh, she was going to go right from her show to the place where they were having the ball. And so that's what I did. I went to see the show, hung out with her in the dressing room, and... Um, Oh, and by the way, I actually got to saw her like semi naked. Hey, semi-naked. now six. I, I want to ask this question. <laughs> That's you, the flavor. You'll have to answer this, but what? Whoopi Goldberg is, uh, uh, you know, her reputation. She's she's very free sexually. Uh-huh. So did was she like hitting on you at all? Or did she hit on me? No, she was very nice to me. Yeah, but but, uh, but the whole but naked she was thing. Very kinda... comfortable about walking around partially nude in front of me. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> she had to get. Well, the thing was, she had to get dressed, and we only had a little bit of time. So she didn't really have time to sit and talk. It was yeah. either sit and talk or get dressed and talk. Like what so, kind of nudity? Topless? Um, kind of top and bottom. Jeez! All right, wow. But believe it or but not all at the same time, you know. Yeah. But believe it or not, and a lot of people would never believe this. She had an awesome body. Smoking she really body. Did. She used to wear baggy clothes all the time, but yeah. there wasn't an inch of fat on her. She wow. Was really. You know, underneath her clothes. Jesus, and I was getting surprised. steamy here like, oh, in the nice pot. <laughs> Stuck in the 80s studios. <laughs> wow, so, good story um, already. Uh, yeah. So, uh, the, the, uh, who was going with us? Um, do you know who Mike Altman is? Mike. I think he's a director or something. Mike Robert Altman? Altman? Or something like that? There's a There's Robert, Robert Altman. Altman. Robert Altman. Yeah. Wow, yeah, Robert was, Altman. Yeah. I think he had a teenage son or daughter, and mm-hmm. um, they were, for some reason, catching a ride with us over there. So that's who I rode in the limo with. Wow, this is cool. So anyway, we got there, and the place was on 34th Street. I think it was called the Manhattan Center or the New York Center or something. I'd never been there before in my life. And um, when we got there, it was just bedlam, chaos. There's people from one end of the street to the other, noise. Yeah. Um, they had that thing in the street with that made the, what do you call it? It's like, you know that signal in the sky for Batman? Yeah. yeah. They had one of those in the street. And they just had wall-to-wall uh paparazzi and you know people every time a car would stop people would just stop screaming because they didn't you know start screaming because they didn't know who was going to get out of the car 
And a lot of the uh, acts were going around the back and coming into the place, but a lot of them were coming in the front. I guess they wanted to make an entrance, uh, yeah. and they were making entrances. Believe me, the clothes <laughs> yeah. was amazing. So anyway, we went around. What were you wearing? Do you remember what you were wearing? Hmm? What were you wearing for this event? Oh, God. I had on a, a, a really tight black dress, black pumps, and I had my hair done up. Wow. But it was kind of spiky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. It. I like that. I like it. <laughs> I don't know. What do you, what do you call it? Um, no wonder Whoopi like, was like uh, getting mullet, naked in front of your six. I'm getting <laughs> like naked quite. right now. Huh? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, God, no. No, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it clean. I'm not any pictures, man. <laughs> Jesus, just too much, man. Okay, here we go. So um, we, we, I went up, you know, and um, when we got inside, they gave us these little badges that were like backstage, backstage passes. They had little moon men on them? Huh? Did the uh, passes have the moon men, the astronaut? The, the no, mine had a little pink sneaker on it. Oh. Like a Converse sneaker. Oh, okay. That's weird. I don't know what that, I guess that was the theme for the party. So we, we went up and we went in the back and um, I got to meet, the first person that I met was Martha Quinn. Wow. Nice. Okay. And she was really sweet and oh, nice. Oh, really? Cool. And, um, yeah, and I met Nina and I met JJ and I met... Um, I met Alan, but I didn't meet him until a little bit later. But I met Mark Goodman. Everybody was really nice, and um, I, my mind was blown. You know that. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you know that because you're living days, off this. I mean, you're watching it every. Yeah, right. So, um, um, the, uh, one of the other people who was hosting that night was Pee Wee Herman. Oh. And he was in the dressing room right down the hall from where we were, and um. Mark Goodman, for some reason, just couldn't stay out of his dressing room. He just kept going in there messing with him. I guess because he just really liked him. The guy was really, Pee Wee is really funny, and he's just one of these guys that you just want to be around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, mm -hmm. Mark Goodman had on this uh, dark blue velvet suit. <laughs> and um, he was, uh, what happened was, Pee Wee was getting cl uh, his clothes changed. Um, not changed, excuse me, repaired by his seamstress. The pants that he used to wear, you know, the peewee suit? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the pants were really, really tight. And I guess during uh, getting ready for the show, he ripped them. So she pretty much had to sew them right on him. Wow. So Mark came in, and he was laughing at peewee, you know, in his predicament. And um, he just said, come on, everybody. <laughs> we just all went down to peewee Herman's dressing room. <laughs> yeah, and so when he opened the door, yeah. peewee, huh? And so you saw uh, uh, Pee Wee Herman getting his pants sewn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was, what is it? Was it was she was down on one knee, and she had and he was turned around, you know, and she was behind him, and he was just she was just sewing his pants on him. What a man! You have it was just really really weird. So Mark Goodman came in and said, "Hey Pee Wee, how's you know how's that going on?" And and uh and he and Pee Wee, um, you know Paul Rubens, he turned around and he said to uh, Mark Goodman, he said, "Ah, oh, you look great, Mark." Uh, who killed the couch? <laughs> you know, so, and um, were all we, the uh, were all the VJs were they cool? Yeah, Mark Mark Goodwin was, was kind of mean to me once. Nina was drunk. Nina was drunk. Oh my gosh, she was ripped. She's dirty. She should she be. Was I like that. She was a bad dirty girl. And drunk. It was a bad. She smoking girl. too. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. I like her. Excellent. <laughs> so we went. Um, Oh, they said, okay, so we're getting ready, so we, we left the uh, dressing rooms. And um, I went upstairs to the balcony, and um, the balcony was where all the celebrities were and their families and their friends and, like, the high honchos at MTV. There were no fans in the balcony. 
you know what I mean when I say fans? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Like people just screaming and yelling. It was everybody being very cool and calm. So I adjusted myself to that because I didn't want to go around snapping the camera in people's faces going, yeah. oh, God, I quit. oh, I love you so much. I quit. You know, yeah. that wasn't the place for it. Yeah, you had to be all casual. Yeah, Did you see Michael? Cool. Was MJ there, Michael Jackson? I didn't see Michael Jackson. But I, don't, I don't even know if he showed up. I don't know. But the first celebrity I saw, other than, you know, people that I've already mentioned was Cindy Lauper. Oh, cool. I like her. And I loved her. She's, she's a tiny thing. I didn't realize that she was so small because I guess on TV, everybody, look, you know, it's distorted. You know, everybody doesn't look as tall or as fat or as thin as they really are, you know. But she was really small and petite, but she wasn't feeling well. I don't know what had happened, but she just wasn't feeling well, and they were, pre- they were taking care of her. In fact, Pee Wee was taking care of her. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. I was. And I think those two had a thing for a he while. He was trying to unsew her Did fans, you ever hear anything about that? No. no did they, did no. they hook up? I don't know, because they were very. Af- he was being very affectionate to her, you know? Just very, like, boyfriend-like. This is yeah. a great story. We could have done a whole show just about <laughs> Cindy, Cindy Lauper and uh, Pee Wee Herman had gotten together and had an offspring. Good God. Wow. <laughs> it boggles the mind. But, um, and who else did I see after that? I saw Billy Squire. Oh, nice. And um, I saw uh, um, David Lee Roth was there. Oh, man. Yeah, Diamond Dave, and I got to kiss him on the cheek. Ooh. And I, this was when Which David... Cheek? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he wore the assless uh, Actually, uh, the white one. <laughs> no, was this, the, this is Dave TV. Remember when MTV, when he was big? Well, 85 is when he did his yeah, solo right, album, so this is 84, right. Oh, yeah. no, so, no, 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 but in, 80, but in 84 at the... Well, I guess because it was New Year, technically it was 85. Or no, maybe it was 83. Well, I know that for a fact that what he did that night was debut California Girl oh. at the party. That's nice. the first time it was ever played on MTV was that night. Oh. And I was standing right next to him when they played it. Excellent. And I was... and um. Oh God, I'm just thinking about it. It takes my breath away. It's so gorgeous. <laughs> I mean, this was this was um, classic Diamond Dave. This was when he was he was he checking you out. No, he was just checking everybody out. Yeah, because it was New Year's and everybody. Yeah. Listen, everybody was plastered. Let me just say it. Were you everybody bombed? Was, they had um, booze there. Was the booze flowing at this thing? Booze was flowing. The booze really? Was flowing. Open bar, open bar. You didn't pay for a I thing. Have, I have a special part of my story just for me and Kathy because we're we're fellow Durannies. Oh. I was, um, it got, it started to get a little thick upstairs in the balcony. Just a lot of people were there, you know, and people were coming in late, you know, New Yorkers. We, you know, you can't, you can't come early. You have to show up late and make the entrance. Of course. So, um, at one point I got separated from Whoopi and I just started wandering around on the balcony and it was huge. Until one point I was, I was standing behind two guys and I didn't know who they were because I couldn't see their faces. And they started speaking, and I said, now that sounds familiar. Oh. And I looked down, and it was Simon LeBon and John Taylor. Oh! And what they were doing was they were watching Jody Watley. You remember Jody Watley? Oh, Watley? yeah. You know John? She posed oh. naked in Playboy. Coming up the stairs. She posed naked. She was hot. She, okay. John Taylor, John Taylor had a thing with Jody Watley. He did? Oh, oh my God. It, you know what? I think they met that night. Oh, they might have. Because they the, might have. Because when I was standing behind them, when she walked by, he said something ungodly. I can't repeat it. Oh, what did he say? What did he say? No? You he can just, say it. We'll beep it he out. Said, he just said what he would like to do. <gasps> what did he want to do? I can't tell you. <laughs> say it. We'll bleep it out. We'll bleep it out. He just, he just, oh, no, I can't. I can't say do it. it. 
All right. She just said okay. he wanted to just do something with her butt. That's it. Uh, <laughs> what do you say? The F word? Dirty. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I want to F your butt? Well, yeah, not exactly, but it was more drawn out. It was more lengthy. And him and Simon really got into it. So they didn't know anyone Were was they digging listening. it? They, did she hear them? No. Okay. Oh, but away. you did. But I heard every bit of it. Oh. So I said, you know, that's the most disgusting. I just leaned over and said, that is the most disgusting. And they burst out laughing because they didn't know anybody was listening. Because oh. they're Duran Duran. Man. They can say anything uh, they like, want. You guys John. are animals. My animals. John is so dirty. And I wasn't that shocked at all. I loved it, in fact. Yeah. <laughs> but it was really fun. It was really fun. And um, what really f- freaked me out was that I was a big fan of the psychedelic furs. Oh, right. yeah. I loved the psychedelic furs. And um, I saw Richard Butler coming up the stairs, and I just said, bye. Yeah. <laughs> and I just went, <laughs> made a beeline for Richard Butler. You were good. You know, Six, a lot yeah. of people in this situation would have been, like, kind of tentative and scared, but you were just beelining yep. for people. Well, I'll tell you, when I, that experience back in the 80s of working in that record store in Times Square, I kind of got... Um, used to seeing celebrities because it, back then they were in abundance. They were everywhere. Yeah, I exactly. met Daryl Hall oh, right cool. outside the store where I used to work because he was filming a video there. In fact, um, if you ever watch that video one-on-one, yeah. oh, sure. there's a part where he walks right by 44th and Broadway, right in front of the store what, you know, where I used to work. Hey, Six, what is that today? What, what? What's in that? Uh, what's... Oh, it's like a Sparrow's. Is this you know, the Italian pizza place? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I hate every time I go there, I cry. That's sad, oh, isn't that's it? sad. That was the best job I ever had. Yeah. It was the lowest paying job I ever had. Yeah, but the but best. But it was the funnest job. Yeah, that's great. Let's, we, I guess we got to wrap this up for for time. But um, uh, how did the night end? Did, did uh, you know? Uh, did, you, did you hook up with anybody famous? No, but I I um I got escorted to the bathroom by Joan Jett. <laughs> Really? Oh, really? To do so, yeah. to do some bad things? No. Well, well what happened yeah. was I was back I was backstage looking for the bathroom and all the doors none of the doors were numbered or named. So I didn't know who's any what they were. I was looking for the bathroom and I walked into a room and went fa- and became you know got face to face with Joan Jett and Joey Ramone. What? Oh god, oh, that is awesome. And they were standing there talking. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm sorry. I was looking for the bathroom." She said, "That's all right. Everybody's been doing that all night." And she said, "I I can show you where it is." And she walked me to the bathroom. But um I just wanted to tell you guys, thank you for all the love you show me on the show. Oh, we, we oh, love you, Six. You're great. Love you. I love you guys too. Oh. <laughs> Group hug. <laughs> I'm reclaimed. <laughs> okay, Six. Thanks right, for calling. We'll talk to you calling. soon. All right. Bye, Six. Bye. Bye. Take Bye. care. I don't know. That story just kept getting better and better. Anyway, that's did. great. I it mean, did. I have a feeling that story could have. There's probably another hour oh, yeah. of good yeah. stuff. <sighs> it's 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 instantly in our Hall of Fame as far as stories. I know day. it. Hey guys, this is Grand Lama from Kansas City, temporarily temporarily in Indianapolis. Uh, favorite MTV story, 1987 spring. I was a senior in high school, lived out in the boonies in western Kansas, spending the t- uh, a week <laughs> by accident with my best friend because we got snowed in. Uh, his parents had one of the big, huge satellite dishes. And by the second day, we got gotten so tired of not having any MTV, we literally went out and dug the satellite dish out of the snow so we could get a signal so we could watch our MTV.
What an excellent story. Oh from that's God. a great story. That is dedication to So MTV. these days, is, is MTV still, I mean, does it really still drive the, the dialogue, the teen dialogue like it did when we were young? It can't possibly. It can't, yeah. I don't think it, well, they don't even show videos you anymore. You know, I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure more people watch it, but I mean, yeah, no one talks just, about, hey, did you see, you know. No. Remember when we'd all go home for lunch and watch Remote Control? Who was the, uh, was it Ken Ober? The host, right? And then Colin Quinn, Colin Adam Quinn. Sandler. Oh, Adam Colin Sandler got Quinn. his start. Oh, oh, wow. Can you name any of the uh, game show uh, ladies? Like it was who? Carrie Wooler, wasn't it? Were were yeah, W U H R E R. Wow, some of us <laughs> know a little bit more about the Ari's. I think it's called Phoenix. If you want to see a little more, Carrie Were. There was another one. What was the what was the first one? She had a really weird first name. I know all these people listening to the show right now are like her name, not Simone, but. God, nobody, no, you guys. Drawing a blank. Ah, by the sound of that, I must it must be name that '80s tune time. Sean Daly's favorite segment. I love it, where we uh, play a snippet of a song from the '80s, and if you can name the tune and the artist, you get to win nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Is it nothing we, now? Yeah, because we already gave away my car and my virginity. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing now. No, I'll send you. Uh, I'll send you some stuff. I'll send you some swag. Need, come on. So we anyway, need to get some swag. What are we out of hats? Oh, we're definitely out of hats. We're out of t-shirts. What about giant? pens? We're down pens? to ballpoint pens. <laughs> hey, weren't we supposed to get the giant pen? Did you we get do. the giant? Pen? I got a giant. I got. Pen. I gave okay. One to her. Yeah. Right, anyway, let's hear last week's song. Let's hear it. That's a long ass clip you got. <laughs> they might as well play the whole thing plus the bonus. Did you know? Track. Did you know it though? I do believe it is "Look of Love" by ABC. Ah, fantastic! Yeah. Sean Daly always gets it right. No, nah, I think does. it's the first one. Actually, I'm just praying. I'm praying that Brenda Tankard of Sinclair Washington won. She did. She, won. she did win. Woohoo! Good Woo. job, Brenda. Actually, we had almost everybody who uh, entered this one. Some people thought it was. That's a hell of a last name, Tankard. <laughs> That's good. Like I lift like a it. pint, you yeah. know. Yeah, it is good. Lift a pint of ale. Some of the good other job, winners: uh, Dominic uh, Casario of Tampa, and uh, Brenda from St. Clair, Washington. Awesome. Tanker. Damien from Corner Brook, Newfoundland, and Labrador. Huh. Raina from Jeffersonville, Kentucky. Patrick McGreal from Dublin, Ireland. Wow. Cool. And uh, I think uh, Craig Cantardi was there. I think he was. Cantardi get in? Uh, he always gets. He's the he man. Always. So anyway, let's play this week's tune and, and see if we can scare up some uh, more winners. Oh, oh come on. What are you doing? Do you just want the you whole th- world to win nothing? The thing <laughs> is, is you're, you're, you're taunting these people with the easiest, easiest song, song ever, and then you have nothing to nothing send to them. Give them. Make a promise now you're going to send each winner at least something. At least an autographed 8x10 glossy of Steve Spears. Everybody who enters correctly in this week's contest will indeed receive something from us. Cool. Something from us. So that's, a paper clip. <laughs> at the very least, a shout out. Oh yeah, on this okay. nationally broadcast podcast. podcast. Internationally. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> Internationally. So anyway, if you think you know the name of the play, uh, it one more time. One just more in case time. Everyone <laughs> in America didn't get this. Oh, uh, sorry. You know what? That video too. I'll give you a look. That video too. Also. I kind of got titillated by that oh, one. I bet you. I did. like the. Um, I like there was a, a Zoftig woman in the front row. Of that one, remember her? That. Sorry. Yeah. Don't we'll talk it about it next week. But I, anyway, if you uh, email us, did you ever date a cheerleader? 
Oh. Yes, I did. Oops. Yes, I did. Oh. Yes. Did you really? Yes. Oh, we talked about her. Did Erica. she break your heart? Erica, yeah. And we, but we, we uh, smoothed it over at our class reunion back uh, last year. Oops. When you say smooth it over, smooth you mean it over, you, do you mean? I just mean we smoothed it Did over. Did you guys oh. hook up? No. You're married. No. You're married. I'm just saying we smoothed it over. That's all I'm What's saying. Was it with the joint out in the parking lot? Oh, no. God. Wow. <laughs> what sort of juvenile delinquent were you? <laughs> I think I bought her a Budweiser. <laughs> wow, okay. Anyway, if you know the name and the song and the artist, email us at stuckinthe80s at com, and you could be a wiener. Hi, this message is for Kathy. It's your little sis, Patty, up in Chicago. Just wanted to let you know that Christopher and I were dancing while listening to you guys on the Duran Duran podcast. Miss you and love you. I think he likes Rio the best. And I'm still stuck in the 80s along with you guys. Can't you see that it's late at night? Very tired. So cool! I had no idea. Thank you, Patty. That's so sweet. Now, who, now who's dancing? Your sister and and my little nephew oh, Christopher. Oh. And he, he likes just, Rio. And he likes how Rio. old is Christopher? He just turned one in oh, June, that's really and he's nice. just starting to walk. So, oh, that's you so cool. old softy Steve Spears. I, I had no idea about that either. I that's know. really really sweet. Oh, that's, that's so nice. cool. They listen now because so Christopher could hear my voice, and I'm like, yeah. But all of a sudden now he's going to warm up to people that sound like. Sean and Steve, and they're not going to know <laughs> why. They're going to be like, <laughs> He's going to be telling That's dirty really jokes at a very I know. Age. I don't oh, know. Now I feel terrible. <laughs> I work so blue. That's really sweet. I know. Next, next week, there'll be a message for me like, you owe me money, you son of a bitch. You know? <laughs> <laughs> from my mechanic. This is Daly's mechanic. <laughs> That's really sweet. Oh, That's that nice. was. Thank you, Steve. I just said son of a bitch. Oh, jeez. Oh, I know. We'll let it my- go. Oh. Back to MTV. Does anybody remember <laughs> <laughs> Sudden Turn? If, if, I let, if, I, if I let Daily drive the car, we're going to be like... Oh, you know, we're going to be off the cliff anyway. Oh, yeah, I, touch, I started to tear up a little bit. I know, so did Does anybody remember the uh, commercials for MTV? I, from I remember the Billy days. Idol one. I can With play you. Lip. I can play you the Billy you don't Idol have one. That. I, Turn it on. Leave it on. America, see the music you want to see. I want my MTV. All right. I want my MTV. I want my MTV. 24 hours a day on cable TV. I want my MTV, MTV, MTV. Yeah, too much is never enough. Too much is never never enough. enough. What was that buzzing sound? It was the B, right? Doesn't there? Is there a B that attacks? Yeah. Okay. David yeah. Bowie. Doesn't that make you? I'm just I'm nostalgic. Like, Absolutely. God, totally. remember when yeah. MTV was fun that you looked forward to listen to watching? Yeah, they yeah. should release all those promos on like maybe they have on like DVD because I think people would really I buy know. them. I know. They should release like the first four hours of MTV. Have they done that? No. Isn't that a great marketing idea? Exactly. I bet they all us like uh, '80s kids. Let's face it. MTV hasn't made like a good decision since about 1989. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, that's. I mean, well, I think is you haven't made too many good decisions. Oh, I've made a series of horrific decisions. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, uh, it is. Steve Spears, you're just full of surprises today. Okay, well, here's some more surprises. Then you ready to? Uh, I love. Is this your trivia? Do you ready? You to always stop yourself? me. Yeah. Okay. okay. Do you okay. know the name of the person who says, "Ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll." At the beginning of MTV's first broadcast. It is none other than Wink Martindale. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> Tic-tac-toe. It was uh, MTV's uh, 
original chief operating officer, John Lack. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Of course, nobody would know that. I mean, but nobody you would think would. that it was something. You would think it was like Mark Goodman or something like yeah, that. But no, no, it's just one of the execs. It was Lack. Lackey. Okay. Redemption time. Can you name the uh, musician who plays the uh, guitar riff? It was none other than Wink Martindale. <laughs> it is not! <laughs> Jonathan Elias. Appearing uh, in Reno with your other friend. Oh, Sam, <laughs> oh, Sam Harris. Harris. <laughs> All right, give me more. This is great. Okay. What was Mariah Carey trying to hand out to the audience when she melted down on TRL? Lollipop. Oh, ice cream. Her Lollipops? Bra? Yeah. Uh, oh. Ice cream and popsicles. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. That was I, good. I just down. reviewed her show the other night. How was it? It was very... Uh, it started really, really late. She's a good singer, but she did the first hour basically in just a black bikini. It's crazy. And she's in really good shape. Yeah. But uh, she got 16,000 people in there. It was fun. It was nice. fun to write about for me. Next question? Yes. What song was Prince singing when he performed in the uh, Butts Out oh. Pants on the MTV Video Music Awards? I... Get Off? Yep. Yes. Got it. Yes. See, look. Did you He's remember, too, did you see that afterwards? Michael Stipe was all, like, flustered, and he was just going on and on about Prince after that. That no. was when, if we didn't really know about <laughs> Michael's true sexuality, pretty much outed himself right oh, there. Oh, Stipe. I was thinking Michael yeah. Hutchins. No, Michael Stipe. <laughs> R.E.M. That was a whole other set of sexual <laughs> That'll problems. be a whole other hey, podcast. Hey, you find a to say it. Autoerotic asphyxiation? <laughs> there we oh, go. There we go. <laughs> well, that, we'll save that for the NXS podcast. But. Uh, which Madonna video... Did uh, MTV refuse to show at all? Justify My Love? No, no they so. showed that like at 11 o'clock one night, uh, right? Um, Donovan, they refused to show. Not Like a Prayer. No. No, they showed that. I mean, they've, they've asked her to go back and re-edit some. But this one, I don't think ever saw the light of day. I don't know. What It Feels Like for a Girl. Oh, because it's the guy, Richie. Uh, her husband directed it. And it's all about like awful things. Like she... she Goes through a windshield. At yeah, one she point. violently oh. crashes her car and goes through a windshield. They yeah. just said, "Forget oh, it." Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Huh? Can anyone name the host of MTV's first rap show? Yeah, uh, Yo MTV Raps. That was the name of it, but who was yeah. the host? It wasn't Ed oh. Lover and Dr. Dre. No. No, they. Oh, I know. Yeah, remember the Ed Lover dance? They just said it on the VH1 Classic thing, and I I blanked it already. Tell us. Fab Five Freddy. Freddy, oh. That's right. That's, that's, up, that's up in my brain somewhere, you know? Yeah. I just heard Fab it yesterday and promptly dumped it out. More, the more, more, more. <laughs> Last one. First host of uh, MTV's Video Music Awards. First ever host. Uh, Eddie Murphy. No, but that's a good guess. He a lot was of people, in a sweater I, one year. A lot of people would have yeah. like guessed that. sweater. Bet Midler. Midler, that's right. What? Isn't that Midler. horrible? Oh. She was once oh, considered cool. She was. Sorry. That's all I've got. That's, that's great. That's got. great trivia. Who's your it favorite is? VJ? Everybody, real quick. Dweezil Zappa. He was a VJ one summer. <laughs> <laughs> Triple J, probably. I'm going I'm to go with Martha Quinn. Uh, Martha Quinn, yeah. She's a, <laughs> she's a little pixie. <laughs> Have you, ever, you now? You say you met Mark Goodman one time. No, I interviewed Goodman uh, for a, a, my Duran Duran feature when I hung out with the guys, and uh, I had missed his first call, and so he was a little surly. Oh. He was a little surly with me about honoring my journalistic commitments, and I don't even know if I used his quote in the story, but yeah, that was go. back when I was at the Washington Post. 
Ah, screw Goodman. Now, I'm trying to figure out, was there... You, <laughs> screw Goodman. <laughs> do you guys remember, was there any sort of rift between Martha and the other VJs, like when she left? Because she was so popular? Yeah, because I just wonder, because I was looking, because they're all on Sirius now, and they did their little bios, and Nina was like, I'm so happy to be back with Alan and Mark, and Mark was like, oh, I really wish JJ could have been here, because, you know, he died in, in yeah. 2004, but I'm so glad to be back with Alan and Nina, but no one ever says, oh, yeah, and Martha, our good pal, no one ever mentions her by name, so wow. I'm like, hmm. Are they all on Sirius now, Sirius yeah. Radio? They just need to get over it because Martha Quinn was by far of the original DJs, VJs, the best. That's all. It was. How old was she yeah. when it debuted? Though wasn't she like she's forty seven now? Yeah. So what do you there think? You go. I do think... the math. <laughs> <laughs> do the math. Oh wait, that's why we're journalists. So she was in her thirties, about yeah, twenties, twenties. JJ Jackson was oh, yeah, in his forties already because <laughs> he was. <laughs> This is why Sean is the pop music critic and not something like our environmental watchdog reporter. (laughs) That was a disaster. Seemed trying to work in bikini stories into (laughs) wetland restoration stories. Yeah, not going to happen. So MTV, 25 years later, and we can still make fun of you. That's fantastic. Excellent. Well, great show, guys. Yes. Thanks, Six, for... Uh... Oh, I love yeah. Six. Thanks but Six, uh, call me up or email me with the real story about you and Whoopi Goldberg. Yep. Yeah, we, we want to hear know. the full we skinny. Yep. And uh, thanks to the other listeners, uh, Grand Lama. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you Steve. Steve Spears. <laughs> Just for being a Just great, for being great here, being, being the man you uh, are. <laughs> so, thank me for Are you going to go home and watch MTV tonight? Of course. <laughs> I'm going to go home and watch Miami Spice. <laughs> well, no, that's true. I don't remember who's in it, though. <laughs> Amber Lynn. <laughs> Tori okay. Wells, I think, might be in that okay. one. Okay, <laughs> well, until the, until Sean Sobers... Because I lead a clean life, Kathy. I lead a clean uh-huh. life. He leads the dirty life. I know. I know the true stories. There's no true stories. There's just the myth <laughs> of Stuck in the 80s. Bye, everybody. Catch you next week. Bye-bye. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the online departments of the St. Petersburg Times and TBT. The weekly podcast is engineered by Mr. Dave Morrison. Special thanks to David Peterkowski for our show opener. If you'd like to blog us, please do. Our blog address is www.tampabay.com slash blogs slash 80s. And remember, you can subscribe to the show at iTunes. I want my MTV. Call your cable company and say, I want my MTV!